0: is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern. And then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. And through this collaboration as moms, we can be super intentional about our feedback. We can be purposeful and acknowledging and commending their process. And their sustained efforts over the result and over the outcome and this is so powerful friends it shows up everywhere so instead of focusing on you know the win or the loss or focusing on whether something is quote-unquote success or failure it's praising for how focused our kids were in the process how resilient they were how committed they were how disciplined they were and how they showed up when it wasn't easy that's the magic that's the real win. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home, and what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood And what they're actually experiencing in their day to day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Monday. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and it is a Labor Day weekend, at the time of this recording, at least. So I hope that you all are spending, or you've spent some good time with your families doing something fun together. In honor of Labor Day, we're talking all about work ethic here on Motherhood Monday. As you guys know, each Motherhood Monday, we explore a different character trait or a different family value And just practical ways that we can implement and focus on it in the week ahead. So as moms, I think that we are the hardest working people on the planet. And in saying that, I just want to make it super clear that this episode is not about creating little doers, right? I believe kids should be kids. Their job is to play. And within that, I think within that we can cultivate and we can encourage and we can instill life skills. And a work ethic is just that, right? It's a work, It's a life skill. So this isn't about raising little overachievers. It's not about raising little workaholics um, because workaholism is all work and no ethic. So it really is a life skill that we're helping them hone. And that's why it matters so much. It's having a strong work ethic. That's going to make them trustworthy. It's going to make them dependable. It's going to make them creative and allows them to walk out their calling and their purpose walking in their calling and their purpose requires action and action requires work ethic. So work ethic is an element of their character and identity. And like most other parts of their character and identity, man, work ethic is learned. I think some kids are probably more industrious than others just naturally. But as parents, we really do play a huge role in our kids' work ethics. And they don't just grow up resilient where they don't just grow up being disciplined or knowing how to delay gratification or having the grit they're going to need to thrive. It doesn't happen overnight, but this is a work in progress. It's a practice. It's like a muscle. It can be strengthened with training. So I thought today we could go over three ways that we can start teaching our kids a great work ethic. So the first thing is that I would encourage all of you to be a coach and not a boss. Life doesn't happen in an isolated bubble. So this point is all about developing a work ethic by working with our kids. It's a difference between having a coach and a boss. A boss delegates and barks orders and probably isn't involved as they sit back and wait for results. But a coach, a coach is in it. A coach is by your side, right? That's our role as parents. It's to be a coach so we can make it collaborative, especially with our younger kids. And I would encourage you to broaden your vision of teaching a work ethic. It's not just about chores. It's not just about homework, but we are going to talk about chores in a minute. But it's really just inviting your kids to get down and dirty with you and grow your work ethic together. So what that might look like, maybe it's working in the garden together. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's a project around the house. Maybe it's the things you've taken on that they can join you in right baking cookies for the school bake sale, or organizing a community service project. It's just inviting them to join you in something that requires sustained effort to reach a result. So it could even be in play, like a Lego project, or building a backyard treehouse, or some sort of fort. Like that requires a work ethic, and the vision is not only that they see the products of their sustained efforts at the end, but that they just build that work muscle. Right, It's the practice of delaying gratification and showing up consistently and being resilient and experiencing sacrifice. It's doing something they don't really want to do or really feel like doing now because they understand that they're working towards something that means a lot to them. And through this collaboration as moms, we can be super intentional about our feedback. We can be purposeful and acknowledging and commending their process and their sustained efforts over the result and over the outcome. And this is so powerful, friends. It shows up everywhere. So instead of focusing on, you know, the win or the loss, or focusing on whether something is quote unquote success or failure, it's praising for how focused our kids were in the process, how resilient they were, how committed they were, how disciplined they were, and how they showed up when it wasn't easy. That's the magic. That's the real win. And then second, we could make chores a shared responsibility. Household chores. So important, but it could be such a battle. But the lesson underlying getting our kids to do chores is just the idea that everyone's got to do their part. Like for this thing to work, everyone's got to pitch in. So if you're part of this family, you help it to operate. We are a team. Life is not free of responsibility and challenges. And in our house, I find it helps when I give my kids certain options on their chores. Everyone's responsible for making their own beds and cleaning their own room and, you know, putting their own clothes in the hamper or what have you. But otherwise, I let them choose. My kids are still pretty young. They're four and five and a half. So that still works for me. But you can give it a shot and see what seems to work for your family. We have a set time where everyone helps to clean the house at the end of the day on the weeknights. And What I do is I just set a timer and I keep it pretty short since my kids are still really young, but it's a routine now. So they've pretty much come to expect it and I'll give them a heads up maybe like 20 minutes before 10 minutes before so that they have time to mentally transition from what it is that they're doing and know that chore time or cleanup time is coming. And then once it's, once that time is there, I set a timer maybe 10-15 minutes and sometimes if it's just a pickup that's needed or if they're super tired i'll do it even shorter like i'll just do five minutes sometimes but the point is to make it consistent and reasonable which which is really just realistic for your family and then before i set the timer i give them the options like do you guys want to focus on the living room or the bathroom today do you want to focus on the toy room or emptying the dishwasher today. And usually they just choose one and they go do it while the timer runs until it runs out. And I was doing this with them yesterday and I let uh, my oldest wear my AirPods and she was listening to this Disney playlist while she cleaned. And that girl was belting Frozen songs and would have probably gone for an hour if I let her. Uh, she was just in her own little world and she put away all the toys that were in the living room and she folded the blankets and she straightened the pillows and she dusted the coffee table and the side tables. And then without me asking, she just kind of moved to the toy room and started putting toys away. My little one, however, she was not having it. She is a little more defiant, which I, which I secretly love. Um, but I've got to help her harness that fire for good and that'll come. Anyhow, she just flat out refused. She got super mad that I would even suggest that she do anything around the house and she folded her arms and she pretty much just yelled at me that she hates chores and they're not fun and she's not doing them. So maybe you've found yourself there before, but the first thing I do is I self-regulate. I know I'm not gonna be able to show up like I want to in this situation if I allow myself to get upset, angry, fight back, And enter into this power struggle to which she's inviting me this only upsets me if I allow it to if I don't have the skills to deal with my own stuff so then I can deal with her stuff she doesn't intimidate me she doesn't control me she certainly doesn't control my emotions or my responses but this wasn't natural for me so if this is discouraging to you Friends, I just invite you to be encouraged by it because if this is possible for me, it's possible for you too. Like I got to this place through a lot of great coaching and feeling and dealing and healing my own stuff, doing the work. So if you find yourself in a place where you're in a constant power struggle or you're feeling like the things your family or others are doing are setting you off, consider getting a coach. Like for me, it was the best investment I could ever make in myself. And then in return for my family, like a better investment than a trip, a better investment than whatever piano lessons or soccer lessons or whatever. And the thing is, is that this is an investment we want to make. If we want to make it to benefit our families, there's a clock to it. If this is work, we know we need to do. If these are tools we know we need to parent better, like we can't wait 15 years to do this, friends. Our kids are gonna be out of the house by then and we'll have missed doing the work when they were young so we can raise them consciously to have secure attachment styles. So if hiring a coach is something you've been thinking about, do it. You can learn all the parenting things. You can take all the courses on discipline and whatever, but if you're not working on you, so you can show up in the healthiest, most regulated way and execute all of these things that you're learning. It really doesn't matter. All right. So back to, back to Ashton. What did I do? Well, first I regulated myself and then I set a boundary and I told her, I'm not going to force you to clean up because the truth is that I can't. So I told her that if she was choosing not to clean, she could go sit in the spare bedroom while we cleaned. And that room has no toys in it and no games. It's got nothing in it. And that her lack of cooperation was telling me that she was tired. So after dinner, while we were all playing a game together, she was going to go to bed. And is this the perfect response? I don't know. Probably not. But this is what I came up with in the moment. And friends, it worked. She went into that spare bedroom and she sat on the bed and then maybe two to three minutes later, she regulated herself, just took some time. And she came back and she saw us all cleaning together as a family. And she told me, mom, like, I was just mad because I didn't want to do any of those chores. You said, I just asked her, you know, what is it that you want to do? And she's like, I really want to clean the bathroom. And guys, she's four. So that's a huge win. So I give her a cloth and I give her some spray and she went down to organize the hair and the toothbrush situation, and she cleaned the mirrors, and she wiped down the counters, and it was awesome, but this was really all an exercise in regulation. She tests the boundary. I regulate myself. I enforce the boundary, and then set her up to self-regulate, and then she can operate from her learning brain. All right. And then you do you. But in our house, we don't get paid or we don't get treats or like rewards per se for doing our chores. It's just part of being a team. We're all expected to contribute and do our part to chip in in order for this machine to run. And that's going to be true in life too. There are going to be things that our kids are going to have to do simply because they're part of a larger group, because they're a team. It's not because they're going to Get something out of it. So I encourage and I love on them and I appreciate their contributions, but I don't pay or compensate my kids for fulfilling their family responsibilities. And if you're not sure where to get started with your kids as, as far as chores go, you guys can Google age appropriate chores and get tons of ideas, even for your really young kids, like early toddlers can help. It's so much easier to introduce a good work habit and good work ethic with a young kid, right, with a preschooler, than it is to try to break a bad habit or start a new habit with an older child. And when teaching your young kids to work, you're going to find they're going to need a lot of practice before they get it. It's going to take time. It's going to take patience. You can show them how to do a, a chore a few times and then work alongside them and help them do it. And it's not necessarily that it requires a lot of work, right? That's not what we're trying to do, but we just want them to be able to build the consistency. A work ethic isn't about just doing the work. It's about doing it well. It's about doing it with a good attitude and it's about doing it consistently. And if you want to try to be more consistent and getting your kids to do chores or help out around the house or start tracking who's doing what, My team's created a really simple and practical chore chart for you guys. So you can click on the link in the show notes and just download it. It's a completely free PDF. It has space for your child's name, the chores they're responsible for, and then a way to check off and track the chores they've done throughout the week. And you can print it out. You can tape it on your fridge, put it in a place that your kids will see it. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes check it out. You can download yours today. And then third, we're going to model work ethic. Finally, we just want to model a good work ethic for our kids. This is more than them. I think just seeing us leave the house from nine to five or sitting behind a computer all day, we want them to see us problem solving. We want them to see us doing projects around the house, consistently working on home stuff or hobbies, To completion, maybe even inviting them to join us, right? Let them see our effort. Let them see us fail and try again. Let them see us being resourceful. And it's also about how we talk about work. Like, do we talk about work as an opportunity or do we talk about it as something we're constantly complaining about? Our work ethic today is their work ethic tomorrow. So, what are we modeling for them? And finally, let's not forget the ethic part. I alluded to it earlier, but all work and no play, no family time, no fun. Like that's all work and no ethic. So yes, let's let them see us hustling, but also see us putting it away and prioritizing them. All right, Mama, it's Monday. And we end every Motherhood Monday with a prayer over our children for the week ahead. So won't you join me in prayer today? God, we thank you for the amazing gift of our children. We pray a work ethic over them, a good work ethic over them today, Lord. We dedicate every aspect of our work and their work to you. So guide their steps and the decisions they make as it relates to their work, Father. Give them a spirit of excellence that they care that things are done well. Give them a student spirit that they would constantly be growing and learning. Help them to discover the gifts you've placed within them and around them and help them use those gifts to glorify you through the things they do. God, we pray resourcefulness over resources for our children. May they always remember that people come before profit and work with a servant's heart. Help them work well with others, Lord. Help them be team players and participate even when they're tasked with things they'd rather not be doing. We pray for meaningful and productive rest, rest for their bodies, rest for their minds, rest for their souls. God, we pray for energy and health and we pray against laziness. God, let them use all they have for good and not waste it. Encourage them, be near them when they feel overwhelmed, fill them with gratitude and patience and persistence. You created them to succeed in life. So let them keep A godly perspective on success. We thank you, God. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, They really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the motherhood podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the motherhood village and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.